Okay. I'll scare them. Watch this. Oh, 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 oh. No! Oh, it's okay. I got him. <laughs> Is that how you say hello where you come from? What? Uh, oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I can't. I can't believe I just shot Bill Murray. <sighs> Mr. Murray? It's just Bill, I think, now. Bill? I don't think we're going to be able to stitch this uh, up. It's still a bit tender. You think you might be able to pull through? No. If it means anything now, I, I'm so sorry. It, it was just instinctive. No, it was my bad. Never, I was never a very good practical joker. So, do you have any regrets? <laughs> um, Garfield, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, he still gets me, but it, but it still is sad. Yeah. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Facing off, this is a podcast where we take two like movies Bill. that we find to be similar in some way, and we compare, contrast, and rate them. Today, we're doing two zombie movies, Shaun of the Dead versus Zombieland. What's up? My name's Gabe, and joined with me is Layla and Nick. Hey, Layla and Nick. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. How are you, Gabe? <laughs> Chilling? Didn't sound that great at the uh, beginning there. Are you feeling okay today? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got like bit by someone <laughs> outside and i've been feeling a little woozy and i've been feeling like i've wanted to kill someone so i don't know things are looking typical day. angry <clears throat> yeah how about you nick how are you well uh i don't know what day of the week it is mm. uh and i'm just hungry all the time mostly out of boredom so oh man you know <clears throat> packing on a few i'm i'm killer Remember, cardio is the number one rule in Zombieland. Yeah. Um, guys, look, I have uh, an announcement for everyone out there. We know that the pandemic has been hard, and some may be out of a job. And that's why Facing Off Podcast has partnered with the Lake oh, County Department up. of Utilities <laughs> and the City of Mentor. So go to ohiojobdepartment.com and enter promo code FACINGOFF, and you'll get a free job with every benefit you want. They sent us an email. It's real. <laughs> they sent not a one email. They sent four oh, emails wow. to our podcast saying, hey, facing off in one word. Hey, facing off. We got a job for you. And by the way, I don't mean they poke fun at what's happening yeah, we, in the pandemic. We, we, we are truly sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are truly sorry to anyone who is looking for a Are job they really right that thirsty but, for workers? I thought Mentor I, was one of the best cities to live in in the United States, according to yeah, a cursory Google search. They just might be. So, uh, yeah, check out uh, the city of Mentor. I feel like you're uh, selling us short. Page. I mean, I feel like they should be seeking us out because we're just that great. I mean, I mean, we got a lot of proud sponsors. We had Kids on Bikes was one of them. Uh, yeah. M- need I say more? Anyways, let's get into these <laughs> Work two day. movies. Yeah, Workday uh, technically did. They should sponsor us, but um, yeah, they didn't. Um, anyways, we're yeah. doing Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland, <laughs> which obviously could be paired together. But uh, give us give us a little plot summary of these two movies, Nicholas. Yes, so these are two uh, comedy zombie movies, um, zombity 
movies yep, that follow the mature the uh, maturity of a young man of Arrested Development who must rally his friends against the hordes of undead ravaging the world around them. That's oh it. shit! Yeah, that is the great tie-in. Um, yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> and okay. there we go. So, <laughs> and there we go. That's the podcast. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's break them down. Figure out which one we liked more based on our super arbitrary categories. We're going to use all of our typical categories, except for we're going to make sure that hilarity is included with spectac hilarity. Um, each of these categories is ranked from one to seven. One being a zombie, seven being a live human who survived the zombie apocalypse, and four being average or neutral uh, or in between. Uh, Using the one to seven scale, let's start with spectac hilarity, which is where we talk about the engagement level of the movie, how funny it was, how how well balanced the comedy was, or if there were distractions or you you were playing on your phone the whole time. Let's start with... Shaun of the Dead, spectacularity. Nick, why doesn't Layla start? Oh God! <laughs> Whoa, that was. Oh, intense. You don't want to? No, I can go. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you go. I gave Shaun of the Dead for spectacularity a six because I fucking love this movie so much. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's like I, I just adore this movie. I just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I this movie cracks me up so much. I haven't laughed as hard as I did the other night when I watched <laughs> this in such a long time. I don't know what it is about British people and British humor, but I'm like obsessed with British television and it. movies. Um and this movie is just it's it's so it's incredible. It's an hour and a half, a perfect crisp hour and a half. It moves so well. It's constantly like humorous. It I'm just engaged the entire time. Um, I don't... Everything... Edgar Wright is an incredible filmmaker, and everything that he does in this movie keeps it moving beautifully. It's it's simple, yeah. but it's deep at the same time. Like, the writing is incredible. It's not as simple as it looks on the outside. Like, there's so many fun, minute writing things that matter. Like, I noticed myself being like, wow, it's so great that he has everyone like walking through life, not paying close attention to what's happening because that's so real. And then he's just Mm. not noticing the zombie apocalypse happening around him for the first half an hour of the movie, which is incredible. It's like a, such a huge plot tool to add to the comedy of the movie. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I, I love this movie. I think it's hilarious. I think the runtime is perfect. I think it flows really, really well. Um, And we'll talk about a lot of the other stuff in the other categories, but I think it's, I think it's really entertaining. Yeah, totally agree. It's just, um, you could tell just in the very, very first scene, Edgar Wright's use of like visual editing, all of his editing in the movie is just brilliant and how he frames the characters, like how you keep getting revealed, you keep revealing more and more characters in that first scene. It sets the tone for the movie. Um, There's a lot of great foreshadowing all over the movie of, like, lines that get repeated later. Like, you know, you got red on you and stuff. Like, all those little lines are important. (laughs) The main thing that I think about when I watch this movie, and with almost any Edgar Wright movie, um, is just there's not a lost moment. He will not allow for there to be a lost moment in his movies. Like, every single thing is important. He utilizes it all. Totally. Yeah, if it's someone that needs, if you need to walk from one location to the other location, it's a bunch of little editing insert shots of like things that get you there or just like some kind of funny transition. Um, he has super funny like montages all over. You know, the one that I kept laughing at is when he keeps like coming up with the plan to go pick up Liz and yeah. his mom. <laughs> and they're like different scenarios always ending up at that pub. So um, I feel. Like, anyone could like this movie. And and I don't always... Like, I when I was re-watching it, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to dock this movie a little bit because I feel like there are groups of people that wouldn't find it as funny. But even if you wouldn't find it, like, as brilliant and funny as not being, like, a Edgar Wright, like, super fan or something, it's still enjoyable. I think everyone, you know, loved it when it came out, you know, it, o- over time. Um, <laughs> and everyone can love it now. Um and I, he just gets all the themes across and stuff. So I, I just, there's not a last moment. I'm fully engaged. It's short. 
it's a seven it's out of seven. Short. <laughs> it is. It's so yeah. short in a great way. <laughs> yeah. You went seven? Yeah, Ooh. I just I I can't I I can't knock this movie because I was never ever pulled out of it in engagement. Oh, that's fair. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna go six. I had basically the same uh, thoughts as Layla on this. It cracks me up. There is not a wasted moment in any of his movies. At any any, yeah. I mean, this one is like such a perfect example. Like there really is not a single moment that is not important to something and almost every moment is played for a laugh if you think about it yeah it's it's just like it's a his movies are like the thinking man's comedy or woman's comedy uh the uh, very inclusive thing yes i know uh and then there's like the story of sean's like maturity that is really well done and there are like some compelling moments in there and the like you know chemistry between all the actors is is fantastic um, the draw is, is the shots and the framing. And then, you know, the secondary, I think is the witty dialogue. And then the, the tertiary is the zombies, which are really not very interesting in this movie, but they don't need to be. But that yeah, kind of like aids like it a little it bit though. It's yeah, like it's yeah. important it that they are, it you know? Yeah. It's part of the theme. Yeah. And I, I do want to mention also like something that always helps a movie. I mean, this has such a good soundtrack and they use the soundtrack with it. I mean, he uses, he's obsessed with soundtracks for movies and stuff, but he choreographed stuff. So when, like when don't stop me now is playing and they're all hitting <laughs> the big guy at the same time. It's like it's my favorite great. part is just the, smacking this, him for no reason. The, the choreographed <laughs> hitting circular. Yeah, hitting. It's so good. He gets even better at that over time. Um, I just rewatched yeah. baby driver and he's just so good oh at musical God. cues. Oh yeah. So um, anyways, let's talk about, uh, Zombieland spectac hilarity. Um, I want to just start out just saying like it's I I think Zombieland is a very fun movie. It's really almost it's almost not fair to watch Shaun of the Dead right before Zombieland, and that's what I did. Like mm-hmm. I watched them both in the same night, and I started with Shaun of the Dead. I think it's fun. But you can really just see when you look at the two movies how a a super creative director could have taken Zombieland to, like, even bigger heights. Not to say that anything, like, sucked in it. No. It just – so that was tough for me. But, again, this movie is also short as hell. Like, it's like an hour and 28 minutes, which is almost unheard of. Um, I think it gets right to it. You know, like you get the rules right away. You get the zombies are actually kind of like more scary in this, as Nick was saying. So there's like more exciting scenes. There's like a bigger sense of danger around them. Um, You're talking you about know. Zombieland now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought I transitioned that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty sure you but, did. But then you started talking about Shaun of the Dead for two seconds. And then I personally just lost myself. In oh, everything. sorry. Yeah, no, I was just comparing just that, like, you could really see where there are, there are, like, things that could have brought no, this totally. to a new height. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there are still really funny, really fun scenes. But there's, like, two parts of the humor for me. Mm. Like, there's a really fun, exciting sequence, which is everything at Pacific Playhouse when they're like fighting the zombies. I think that's like them using their genre well. But then there's like all these little jokes that they sprinkle all throughout the movie that they're trying to do foreshadowing and they're just like not that interesting or like not that funny. Like there's too many references to fucking Twinkies in this movie. Oh my God. Yeah, that's um, a silly thing. So many pop culture references where they just straight up take lines like poor <clears throat> flat bastard, you know, from like awesome powers or like, I haven't cried like that since the Titanic. It's like, who the fuck's writing this? Come on. Um, but still, <laughs> I think it's above average. I, I'd, I'd give it a five in spectacularity. That's hmm. what I gave it. All right. I gave it a five. Uh, which I can talk about. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. End the podcast. Um, I I gave it a five. I, par- I everything that you said, Gabe, but also this movie is a movie that's like on cable all the time, and I don't think it's the same on rewatch. Like I, it's I yeah. I don't. It's not, yeah, like it's really just not. It's it, I remember adoring this movie when I went and saw it with my friends when it first came out. And then every time I saw it after it diminished itself a little bit, Um, which I know I'm going to talk about that in legacy, but 
it affected how I felt, you know, rewatching it. And it, it just, a lot of that humor doesn't hit well upon a second watch. And I think a lot of the like exciting parts of this film that engages you is like the fighting the zombie stuff. Um, and once you kind of have experienced that already, again, it kind of takes a little bit of the excitement out of it for me. But it's I do love that in this movie, as in comparison to Shaun of the Dead, there's a lot of really fun fight sequences and they really play up the zombies and that's really cool. And there's just a lot more weaponry and it's like a fun action movie. So there's all these fun action sequences that are choreographed really well. Um, so I think it's definitely above average. It's really entertaining. I just think there are certain things that don't really work as well as they did when I first saw the movie. So I'm not quite yeah. as engaged. Yeah. I for totally. sure agree with that. I mean, I'm going to go 5.5. Because I do think that it's a very entertaining movie. It helps that it's incredibly short. Um, it's so short. It's so short, and it's it's uh, an eye catching movie for the uh, for the everyman uh, mm. and the layman. It, the layman, yeah. The everyman. Um, the everyman. It's... That's what us lawyers call normal people. Er- <laughs> Everyman's? No, layman. It's oh, layman's okay. terms. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Uh, the the one scene that is just it just doesn't hit the same way like you're saying, Layla, on the second or third rewatch is that Bill Murray scene. The, for when I saw this in theaters, I was just losing my marbles. Yeah, it was incredible yeah. the first time. It was so sure. funny, and then this time you're like, oh yeah, it's it such a <laughs> chuckle. It's such a funny little boy that Bill Murray, and but it's not like. <laughs> like roll on the floor laughing like I, you know, in high school. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go 5.5. I'll give it credit. A little more credit okay. than you guys because I'm nicer to the everyman. Yeah, I, I I might dock it in other things. All right, let's talk about uh, the next category. Uh, let's talk about eye candy. Um, this is where we talk about the visual elements in a movie. Uh, and typically we leave this out for uh, comedies, but um, I, eye candy is Not extremely those Edgar Wright comedies, comes, baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just like the, these two movies in general use a lot of visual comedy. Um, so let's stick with Zombieland um, since we're on it. Um, Layla, what did you think about the visuals of this movie? I think they're fun. I don't know. I like the like the whole beginning sequence when they're showing us uh, the like his list of rules and stuff. Like I like the way that they shoot that and how they like montage it and he's narrating that. I think that's all really cool. I think, again, kind of going back into what I was saying, I think the – the zombies in this movie and the like visuals of the, the choreography, the way they shoot it, the fight sequences and like the actual gore of the zombies and all of that is really fun visually. So I think that really aids this movie a lot. Um, otherwise I don't, I don't think there was like anything super spectacularly remarkable about how they chose to shoot it. Like there are so many films and like Edgar will talk about in a moment is one of those directors that like utilizes this tool as a very like important tool in his storytelling. And I don't necessarily think Zombieland goes that above and beyond. I think there are other aspects of Zombieland that are great. So, um, I think it's average. I gave it a four. Yeah. I uh I I want to talk to Nick about this because we've mentioned this in in past episodes but I really hate the tinted color of this movie. It's it's really annoying. Um and some of the visuals are are really I do think it's more fun looking in certain parts like with the the choreography with the zombies and stuff yeah. is cool. Um but I do think some of it is like really obnoxious and lame and so like 2000s. Yeah. And I thought about it. That's I was like, time this movie looks like it was made by mm-hmm. the channels Epics or Cinemax. And if you don't know what that means, then That's you've never so watched true. a show like Banshee before, which looks exactly like this movie. And it has not a compliment. Um, <laughs> it's not really like a super negative thing, though, because it, it helps with like gore. Um I I just think like it's not su- like like Layla was getting at like it's not super creative visually but it's undoubtedly like a cool fun looking movie yeah um the rule I I like the rule breakdown like as they use the rules throughout I think they get a little creative with the um graphic design totally. of those you know like it, it'll like break off and like hang off and stuff like that was kind of fun 
but they're having fun. Like they, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm giving it a slightly below average because I care a lot about visual quality of stuff, and it's just tough against Shaun of the Dead. But um, I still think it deserves a three out of seven. Wow. See, I'm gonna go five because I think that those choices to incorporate the text cards and stuff throughout the movie they work for what the movie is they do like add to it they keep it it's consistent it's also corny as shit um (laughs) but it works and like a lot of the you know the tinting is lame but i just think that overall for this movie it works so I'm going five and not three. If it didn't work, we'd be ta- it'd be a different thing. But I think that the the choices, as corny as they are, are effective to make this movie funnier and more interesting to watch. I guess I I think that's fair. Um, I it just none of it impressed me, so I can't go like above average. It's not above like Shania an Twain, average dude? version of this. Um, but it's also made with like $20 million more than Shaun of the Dead. And it does not look that way. So I don't know. Or it actually does. It looks like too studio heavy, I guess. Yeah. Is what I was getting. Zombieland? What that did you don't say, impress me much. What? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, what, no, what was, uh, what was your score? A four. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. We got three, four, fives. All right. Let's talk about Shaun of the Dead then. Um, uh, this is like I'm hovering between a six and a seven, and I would probably say that for almost all of his movies. I actually think Baby Driver I would knock more than the rest of them, just because it's the, I, we don't need to talk about that. Whenever we do, we Baby just start Driver, talking talk about, about Baby Driver. Baby now. Driver. <laughs> that don't impress me much. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, this has got to go. Um, <laughs> are you, here's the thing: this movie, Shaun of the Dead. I mean, it's his first like big movie and it establishes his visual style. It's something I really like that Layla said on the last episode when we talked about seven and David Fincher. Like, I really think this is Edgar Wright coming on the scene and being like, Hey, this is what my movies are going to look like. Yeah. And this is why this stand. I stand out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I mean, the framing, the editing, the blocking is just insane in this movie. It's like such a precise, like Wes Anderson, David Fincher level, um, of directing at, in a comedy, um, you know, I would I would suggest to anybody to go look up the video Edgar Wright uh, the visual comedy. It's also by Every Frame of Painting, which we mentioned last week, and which I mentioned because I'm crazy. Um, uh, it's really good. It really breaks down like how you can benefit your comedies, and particularly action comedies or genre comedies. Um, again, the timing of everything in this movie is just great. There's not a missed moment. And all of that comes down to visual cues, like where a character needs to be in the frame at a certain moment. And it doesn't seem too staged. It's just really well handled. Um, the only reason I'm hovering, I'm, I'm hesitating giving it a seven is I do think he got better and better. Like yeah. in terms of, the Cornetto trilogy. So like hot fuzz, I think is a little bit better. And then I think world's end is really well done with that. And then Scott Pilgrim versus the world, I think is just yeah. like incredible visually. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm going to give it a six and a half. Ooh. Yeah. We're using these point fives a lot lately. <laughs> it's just, I think you started hard. We're basically <laughs> breaking away from like the seven scale. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah. What did you guys think? No, I think you used that well. I think you made great points. I think a six and a f- six point five makes sense, but I'm going to go with the more traditional six. I think it's fun to watch, and it's really awesome because it's not because of, not necessarily because of the comedy in like like you said like dialogue comedy or at all because of the zombies and the gore. It's because of the way it's edited and directed and and presented to us with all of the 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 quick cuts and the like. I don't know. It's it's just so fun to watch an Edgar Wright movie. But I do agree that he gets this is not his strongest in that suit. I think Hot Fuzz is funnier, pound for pound. Um, and and uh, I just wanted to highlight that Layla brought it up the tracking shot um, of like hungover Sean mm-hmm. walking out is such a just that whole scene is one big tracking shot and it's so yeah. fun. And it it's, it's so, so cool. It's yeah. so, so cool. great. 
Um, uh, are, you, are you sorry? Go ahead. <laughs> no, that was it. I I'm going to six. Yeah, I'm going to also give it a six. I think the only reason I he, he definitely is like a stamp visual creator for sure. You know his work. He's <laughs> one of a kind and no one does it the way that he does. For sure, there's better visual work. I also just think that like. I just we we've talked about on this podcast other directors that just take visual to a whole other level. So it's hard for me to be like seven for this. Like he's definitely mm. incredible, and, and I'm giving him a six because of that. But I do think that like like when you think about like Wes Anderson, for example, like that guy is like every part of his film is a visual aspect, whether it's like the, what's in the background, the set, like the minor details, etc. Like I just think that there are. There is more that could happen to put it to a seven, but um, I think he uses visuals in this film in such an incredible way. It helps the pacing. It makes it move fast. It's it adds to the comedy. But even in like the smaller moments, like that first shot where it's slowly zooming out of Sean and he's sitting in the pub and you're slowly, as you said earlier, you you start revealing characters, but even just that that like 30 seconds where it's just on Sean and it's slowly pulling away from him. It's such an important way to represent just how fucking disconnected he is from everything happening around him. And that's yeah. all the visual. Like it's all the yeah. visual. And it's so important to – because that disconnect and that like mundane like way that he's moving through his life – is like the through line through the film and the zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse apocalypse wakes him up from that. And it's just, it's a social commentary and he's able to show that in that scene. And in the scene where he's walking to the store and in the background, there's all these great visuals of shit that's going on. Like you see broken stuff, you see zombies all over the place and he's just, he's got his head down. His choreography is great. And that, that shot is incredible. Um, so like, even in a film like this, it's just a zombie apocalypse movie. The visuals are like storytelling a hundred percent. It's incredible. It's great. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with a six for specifically this movie. I think that there is more out there that is more visually stunning. So I can't give it a seven, but it's almost there. It's so close. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially in comedy. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about our next category. Let's uh, talk about actoring. Um, this is where we talk about the performances, but also like how the directors and writers help those performances or hurt them. Uh, let's stick with Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Nick, why don't you kick us off with Shaun of the Dead? I am having such trouble with this category for Shaun of the Dead. I, I am in between a five and a six. I know it's above average. I don't love the guy that plays Dylan. Is that his name? The dickhead? Oh, the, like, asshole guy? Who, yeah. Who what accent her? does he have? Is that Welsh? What is that? It sounded Irish. Irish? Like, very barely Irish, but I would just assume, I don't know. I would assume they're all from the UK. That's what I... I mean, yeah, it just sounds weird. I don't like... Simon Pegg is from Scotland, but he doesn't use his accent in that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't. Th- also don't think it's Nick Frost's funniest role, although it could it, it could be. It's very straightforward. What what Ed is is very <laughs> true. That do you, yeah? Do you know what your like favorite Nick Frost role is? I don't. If it's not this one. It's a good question. No, I do, I don't know. Let me tell you what yours is. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, What's yours? No, I agree. I agree with that. I, the World's End, I think, is like his yeah. best because he does a full range in that movie. But I agree with you. Yeah, I. I you think that Simon Pegg is great as he always is, and. I obviously think that Edgar Wright directed the shit out of this because he always does. And it yeah. makes it so much funnier and better because of him. He would be the reason I move it to a six. But I'm in between. I could be I could go either <clears throat> either one of those scores. But it's for sure above average. Yeah, I I'm between a five and a six as well. It's it's tough. I, I do like I wanna give Edgar Wright credit and especially him and Simon Pegg's script a lot of credit because, like, you could tell that they really worked on this for a while. They storyboard everything. But, um, I mean, this is my fa- – Simon Pegg has since blown up. Like, he's a huge actor now. But this is probably my favorite performance by him. Um, I think there's, like, moments of emotion that he has, like the scene with the mom. Like, mm-hmm. you could t- – like, I was listening to a podcast with Edgar Wright today, and he was saying, like, Simon Pegg, like, almost treated it like as if his real mom was dying in that moment. <laughs> I saw that. He cried after. Yeah, and it, it's great. Um, 
there's a lot of good side performances, but I think the side performances get better in his other movies. There's just a lot more of them. But like baby Rafe Spall is in this and he's like kind of chubby and really young in it. He like almost doesn't look like Rafe Spall at all. Um, Wait. He works for Simon Pegg. He's like the asshole kid who works for him. <laughs> if you what? rewatch it, you're going to be like, holy shit, that's Rafe's fall. Um, the, it, like, I, I think I could say this on every podcast that he is in one of the movies, but Bill Nye is just a treasure. I fucking treasure. love him so much. He's so good in this movie in just two scenes. Um, but I don't think any of the acting is like super spectacular, and I think he just... Edgar Wright and them, they all grow together. I, I kind of wondered, like, whatever happened to Kate Ashfield? She's good in this movie. She's still. I looked up seen... her IMDb. I had the same question. She's in many things. They're just not commercially Well, you watch a lot of British viable. television and film, uh, Layla. I have do. Have you seen Kate Ashfield before? I haven't. Okay. What did you think about What's the actor? <laughs> um... I I gave it a five and I feel really comfortable giving it a five. I think everyone plays a very important role in the movie and each person has a very specific, like they wrote each person very specifically. Each person is a trope in this movie and Mm -hmm. none of the people in this movie, except maybe Simon Pegg has to do a whole lot of depth or like, there's not a whole lot going on other than the main trope that they're playing. The mom is like a ditzy mother. Like, <laughs> you know, Nick is just a fucking idiot bro. Like, it's, 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 it is, it's just one That's thing true. that they have to do. And it's, they do it perfectly and it's great. But like, there's not, there's not a whole lot of depth to any of these characters. So it's not like I can yeah. say that, like, and it, it was all, it was probably fairly, I don't want to say easy because they do it incredibly, but like, I don't know. It must have been easy for Nick to play this guy. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't think that it was oh, difficult definitely. for him. You know, I think yeah. Simon Pegg is incredible in it. I think the mom is so fun. And, um, I just think everybody does. A, it's a great ensemble cast. They're just a perfect ensemble. They all play into their part very well and it comes together perfectly. And that's the writing. They knew exactly who was going to do what and be what character to add to the comedy. But, um, I don't think anyone puts in any, like, remarkable performances or anything like that. No. So It's wild that, like, Martin Freeman shows up for, like, a split second. Yeah, I and know. the dude from Little Britain, USA uh, yeah. was in it. and Martin's, like, the uh, counterpart or whatever. By. Yeah, when they have the, like, bizarro <laughs> versions of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with a five as well. I, 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 I am, too. I'm also Layla just said. keep cracking up at the, the uh, like, winding of the camera to the next oh yeah oh my god <laughs> that's another thing the audio is <laughs> the just little thing so is well so timed. funny yeah. that, that might be my favorite moment in the movie it's pretty great um <laughs> all right let's <laughs> um all right let's talk about actoring for zombie land uh this this is so okay this one's tough for me this is like a really good cast obviously a yes. great cast we have three very very four Actually, I think all of them have been nominated for Academy Awards because I think they joke yeah. about that in the uh, in the sequel. Um, obviously, they're all like good, and they I think are. they're all really well cast in their roles. I don't think the dialogue writing is a huge service to them. No, and I just think it could have been even funnier. Like these characters and these people could have been even funnier with better directing. Yeah, uh, and a more interesting script. Um, and it's no surprise to me that the director is also the one who did 30 minutes or less. So, oh my uh, which we god. Um, <laughs> I, that is offensive. So I got a do- I got a docket for not taking full advantage. But again, like Woody Harrelson, very funny in this movie. He nails all his lines. I, I like I love <laughs> one of his first lines is, "Huh, you're a peppy little spit fuck, aren't you?" Yeah. Um, he's good. And I I think Jesse Jesse Eisenberg I, I think this movie is a disservice to him. I think he's well, he, like I he is really well casted in it. Like that's a good role for him. I hate when he's not well casted, like Lex Luthor. And I think I bring this up every single time we do a Jesse Eisenberg movie. <laughs> it's hard not to. I mean, you have, have you seen out. him? Have you yeah. seen uh, him as Lex ridiculous. Luthor? But they almost make him like too pathetic and too cringy in this movie. And some of those scenes like really bother me. Like. 
oh, someone's ear is in danger of having hair brushed over it. I was like, oh, stop. <laughs> um, uh. Emma, Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin, fucking great. I think that their chemistry is great. I think the best scenes in the movie are any of the driving scenes because I think all of them work really well together. And you could see why they were happy to do a sequel, right? Um, and then I got to say, best cameo, one of the best cameos of all time uh, with Bill Murray. It's like a cameo of actually playing yourself. It's incredible. Um, it's yeah. It's it's tops for sure. Uh, so what is your score? I give it a. I think I'm just gonna give it an average though, because like yeah. I do think a lot of that stuff is hurt. But there's a great cast. Yeah. Four. <clears throat> Where are you at, Layla? Uh, I'm. I'll go. I'm gonna go with a four. Pencil. I. I don't. Interesting. I it's it's huh, it's such a great cast. I just don't think anyone's doing anything like super amazing in it. Like it's I even I even think so. I think Woody Harrelson and Abigail are great, and they're like they do a good job, and I think their characters are well written. I don't have any issue, but I do think Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone's characters both are a little bit over the top for me in different directions. Like I think Emma Stone trying to be a cool chick is a little bit too much. Like she's trying a little too hard and it gets annoying. And then Jesse, oh, but her eye makeup is just I know like... so dark. She's just so dark, guys. Uh, and then she Jessie must be is cool, like, right? She has to be with that leather jacket. My God. Um, uh, but that's my point. Like, I kind of think they tried a little too hard. It's like, you yeah. need to calm down. And then with Jesse, it's the other direction where he's like this dork, but he's like a cocky dork and it's like weird and I don't like it, but that's just Jesse Eisenberg. Like, I just think he can't control <laughs> himself so from being Jesse Eisenberg. But I, I just would rather have him been like an actual lovable dork, but he just wasn't lovable. He was annoying as fuck. And like kind of cocky about it a little bit like when he starts liking emma stone he acts a little bit cocky about the whole thing and like it's just so cringy it's cringy it's all very cringy and i don't believe it at all i don't there's no chemistry between the two of them whatsoever um but i love 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 the writing of woody and abigail and her just being like his little sidekick and i think that that works so well and She's great. I love young Abigail Breslin. Um, and Bill's just Bill, you know. And them zombies, you know, they put in a lot of effort and work and they wrote them very well. So <laughs> average at four. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to go five just because of Bill Murray oh, and uh, Woody Harrelson. No, come on. If you guys are going to go I'm average, joking. I'm going to say Woody. I'm going to say Woody Harrelson's performance in this pushes it slightly above average because he, I mean everything so Layla said is what's movie. in my newts. No, newts? <laughs> notes. Roots in the newts. <laughs> That's hilarious. I uh, I think that Woody Harrelson and, and Abigail Breslin are great in this movie. I also completely agree that Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg's characters are not just not there. Like they're just. I mean, it's an hour, it's barely an hour and 30 minutes. And it was supposed to be a show. That was how the right. the movie was developed, right? Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be this show, and there was supposed to be, like, a zombie kill of the week every week. And it was supposed to be kind of campy in that way. Um, I think that that ends up probably being the better content. Yeah, I think it would... Be better uh, but you also so much fucking zombie content on tv yeah and then and you don't get this cast if you make it a show yeah true. maybe you get one of the four but you don't get all four of them and so it's probably not as good um i gotta say um, though killing amber heard was a nice touch so yeah <laughs> uh, in a ridiculous way that aged well uh it did anyways. if I... you are a proponent of that theory that she sucks. <laughs> and we could rehash this every single episode. Let's get political, um, yo. Um, what were you going to Yeah, I, I want to... Politics. I... <laughs> <laughs> Social, cultural politics. Yeah. Pop culture. Um, Pop culture. I, wanna, I forgot to say this in spectacularity, but it kind of works in this as well because like, they write um, Emma Stone and her sister as like, these very like plucky, smart women and they're like badasses and all this stuff. It really bugs me. It really bugs me that they make the decision to go to this fucking Playland place and that they turn on every fucking light on Planet Universe and 
don't know what they expected to happen. I don't know why they were shocked zombies showed up. I don't. Well, they said earlier in the movie there's just absolutely no zombies there. Yeah, so there's none, right? That's there's none. Yeah, but I guess that was what they were thinking. I just, but that just, it's it's like it's just lame. Super dumb. They just act so surprised when it's happening. Like they're on this ride. They how did they know that there were no zombies there? Who gave them that scoop? If they, yeah, they, I don't they know, say and some... I actually want to bring that up in our next category. Oh, okay. So we'll table this conversation. <laughs> I just... But what's okay? So let's. Uh... All right, I'm gonna go with a four. <laughs> <laughs> just that. Okay. All right. That's um, annoying. So fours all around for actoring for Zombieland. Let's talk about uh, originality, where we talk about how creative the movies were uh, and whether they stand out in their genres or you know um, mix of genres. Um, Anything that's unique about them. I want to start with Shaun of the Dead just to like, I I think this is the best way to differentiate between these two movies in terms of their creativity. Um, I mean, Shaun of the Dead is that classic, like, I cannot, it's so creative. There, There had never, I don't think there had ever been a horror comedy of that type no. before. There was like Scary Movie, which is straight up spoofing or whatever. But this is like very much subverting the genre. Um, but he also like Edgar Wright's whole style is to take a semi-deep, like super resonant thing that applies to all of us, very relatable concept. And he Trojan horses it into a genre film. Like, he's, he always talks about that. So by genre film, he means, like, a straight-up thing, like an action movie or a crime movie or a horror movie in this case. Um, he's just the king of subverting the genre but not making fun of the genre in the process. Like, there's clearly a respect for the genre while he's doing it. Um, I also just think, like, the concept Layla was talking about earlier, it's like this guy who's just floating through his mundane life without a care of growing up or taking anything seriously or taking any kind of responsibility um, finally has an awakening when there's a zombie attack. Like that's a fucking great idea. And it's kind of wild that, that Edgar Wright came up with this with Simon Pegg, like for that. I also think all the dynamics in the movie are really good. There's really good relationship um, issues that are handled. There's really good family issues that are handled, like with Bill Nye's character. Um, I didn't, like even like something is like the end where like they're talking about how like how they're treating zombies in the world at the end where they're like you know we zombies were perfect for service jobs or whatever oh my so God, looking I at like grocery that. stores is like it's, so funny. it's a funny ass fucking movie and he really thought through everything like how it would socially affect things so I'm giving it a seven out of seven I think it's perfect in this category yeah for originality I gave it I a saved seven my seven. Well. You yeah. saved your seven. Wow. Yeah, you had it in your back pocket this whole time? I did. Well, I don't have any back pockets. I've been wearing gym shorts for 11 months. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, yeah, I gave it a seven, a job, too. Ohio uh, City of Menton. <laughs> Mentor is tiring. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, keep do you um, guys have anything else? To yeah, add? no, I, I, yeah, I, for all the reasons that you said, obviously it is, I, I looked it up. There's just, there's no prior to this or even really after it, except for like Zombieland. This is just, the, it's the first of its kind. It's a comedy zombie film. Like that's just zombie movies were horror. They were creepy. They were awful. They were gory. This is just like, this is incredible. This was such a great idea. But on top of that, I was reading a couple articles about it and Edgar was just, he literally was like, yeah, I was sitting around one day. And I had watched like a zombie movie and I just thought like, what would happen in Britain if a zombie apocalypse like came around? And he's like, then I was just like, wow, this is fascinating. I have to make a movie about this. Um, And he also mentions that he thinks it's interesting that like in American film, because there's so many weapons in America, like it's always this huge action (laughs) film, but like. Britain just doesn't have weapons like that. So, like, it just adds to the comedy oh, so of the film funny. that, like, they they're constantly the using guns in the bar. Random, <laughs> yeah. yeah, random fucking tools around the house Fuck, and stuff like that. Point. Which is just incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but everything you said, Gabe, you said it so eloquently. It's 100% a seven. This is Thank a one of a kind film. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, I <laughs> yeah. gave it a seven, too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Was that eloquent? Like, Gabe? <laughs> It was shorter. 
it was shorter than me just rambling. But thank you guys. I, I, I'm glad that you uh, have so much respect for everything I do and everything I say. Let's talk about Zombieland <laughs> originality. Um, it, Nick, why don't you, since you didn't talk about uh, Shaun of the Dead, why don't you talk about Zombieland? Uh, I'm going to go four here. Um, I don't think it exists without Shaun of the Dead, yeah. first of all. Uh, so this is a good thing that we're pairing these. Um, I think that it is, uh, it, it, like I said, it, I think it's better as a show, honestly. Because as a movie, it works. It you know made plenty of money. Um, I think that it's a, a better... Like, the idea is probably best used as a show. That's coming from 2021 perspective when everything seems to be better as a show. So, I don't know. Um, The style choices are corny, but I suppose that they're unique. And again, I really think they work for this movie. Um, I just don't think that the concept of it, because it comes you know, five years after Shaun of the Dead and doesn't expand upon it too much, doesn't use zombies in an original way, uh, doesn't leave much of a mystery as to where the zombies come from. It's just like, mad cow became mad person. And it's like, okay, yeah, nice job. Oh, is that guys. how it starts? Yeah, they explain it like... Yeah, that's like how they explain it. Very clearly, yeah. Okay. It's it's yeah. not it's not original or, or very fun, that part. Um, it's just a really straightforward movie. Uh, you know, it doesn't have a lot of thrills, so I'm going to go four, I guess. Yeah. I think it's below average. What about average. you, Layla? Um, I was like, oh God, I was like teetering. I Welcome to the, I knocked against I my know. microphone. I know. Yeah, so, Layla has a I have a mic now, now guys. I'm official. Did you hear it, everyone? Uh, <laughs> I knocked it real hard. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I, I honestly, it's, it's hard. I don't, the rules are fun. That's like the most original thing I think there is I about this, this movie. Like, note. I just think the rules are fun <laughs> and necessary. And I remember when I first watched it in theaters, I just, when they were happening, I was like, fucking yes, someone fucking said it. Like when they get to double yeah. tap and when they're like, yes, you need to be able to fucking run. Like it's, it's satisfying because I think all of us watching horror films think about these things and it's never like explicitly talked about. And half the time we have idiotic horror film characters that like choose to do the opposite of these rules. So I give them a lot of props for that. And I do think the rules have kind of like stuck with people and people know it through zombie land because it is just a very original idea. So I teetered between a four and a five simply because of that. I think otherwise it's very average and it like plays off of a lot of stuff and it's very much a comedy zombie film because Shaun of the Dead exists. But um, I don't know. I'm tempted with the rules. I do think that they are a very original thing and that they aid this film so much. So I don't know. What do you think, Gabe? I mean, like even when I'm thinking about the rules, because I had written down that same note, I basically was like the extent of the creativity of this movie is the rules. And then I'm thinking like there have been a, like Scream, for instance, Jamie Kennedy lists That's out all the rules. That's actually such like, a good point. Movies. Now I'm going to yeah. give it's it a three. It's basically just yeah. like if you had watched a lot of horror movies, you would have some of these rules. And like I think they're creatively done in the movie. I think like visually they're fun and – I think all of them apply and it's cool how they keep them working. I don't think that's like hyper creative. Um, it's, it's weird because like, I kind of want to shit on this movie, but I do really think it's so average that I just can't, I mean, it's, it's slightly above average in terms of entertainment, but I think it's so average in terms of it's like writing and concept, especially after Shaun of the dead that like I'm having trouble as well. Um, I will say there is too much exposition in this movie. Like literally yeah. every narrating moment is full exposition of the entire story of everything that's happening, everything that's going on in Jesse Eisenberg's head. Like I don't like when that happens. I mean, there's like even like even it's visually it, it's too visually expository. Like there's just like, oh, he's a loner. So Let's show him being a loner in these exact ways and him mentioning he's a loner. Twinkies. And he'll say, I'm a loser. Yeah, there's like the twi- like the jokes I think are really hacky and they're not really that and original. They last so too long. Like, Their bits last way too long. 
to, and they're yeah. not earned. Like Shaun of the yeah, Dead has cheap. those little bits and they're thrown in and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then they come up and you're like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yes, they exacerbate um, it. Yeah. I think it stands out in the world of like zombie movies, of course. And I think it's cool to do an action comedy of it. Like there's a lot more action in it. I just think like in the grand scheme of like comedies or like genre comedies, I don't think it's that original. It's like it's mostly just a fun version of The Walking Dead. Yay. Yay. It's basically Walking Dead, but just fun. Yeah, and without any lore. (laughs) And and without a really, really horrible explosion sequence in the finale. I apologize to anyone listening that like adores The Walking Dead because there's there's definitely more depth to The Walking Dead. They all jumped off that wagon at some point. Like people. Oh, we all did. We all did. There oh, was, you were there a big Walking Dead fan. Yeah, hell yeah. I fucking loved The Walking Dead. Oh, hell yeah. Um, you, you like fucking killing zombies? Oh, yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I um, <laughs> don't like any of this. Oh, I don't know great. what to give it. I think I, like, I'm tempted to almost give it a three now. My whole, my whole yeah. argument was the fucking rules, and then you shattered that with Scream. So yeah. I, now I want to give it a three. <laughs> shattering expectations and rules. Okay, I'm going to give it a three as well. I do, I just want to knock it because I just think there are a lot of like cheap, there's They're a lot cheap. of cheap writing yeah. in this. Um, I agree. Wh- wh- what did you give it, Nick? I'm still going to stay at a four. Okay. That's super fair. It is, it's average, oh. yeah. Sh- let's close it out then. Let's talk about our last category. Let's talk about the lasting legacy of these movies. Uh, how were they received when they came out? How are they received now? How have they aged over time? Um, both actually very well adored. Um, yeah. Uh, pretty. So we could talk about Zombieland first. Um, it has, for reviews, it's it's actually got a lot better reviews than I was expecting. I was expecting them to be kind of bad when I was rewatching it, but I could see how when it came out, you know, they might review it well. Uh, 89% from critics and 86% from audience and 7.6% or 7.6 on IMDb and a 73 for Metacritic is like pretty good for the type of movie yeah, that it sure. is. Um, it made a lot of money and it wasn't like it was made with 20, like, 24 million i think like it wasn't made with that much but it made over 100 million spawned a sequel uh haven't seen the sequel a sequel yet um it uh i think a lot of like its fame like it came out in october and is like a zombie comedy with like woody harrelson and like budding actors you know emma stone and jesse eisenberg were about to become pretty big uh so like that i think helped it but um Emma Stone blew up literally the year after because, like, you know, famed movie on this podcast, uh, Easy A, uh, she was in that (laughs) the next year and then blew up. And then Jesse Eisenberg, this is one of his first big hits like this in Adventureland. Um, And I just I, I think like everyone has seen this movie. And I will say there's a scene where they take out Purell after they touch a zombie. And I think that's aged really well. (laughs) Yeah. So. In this year. So I, I actually, so I'm, I'm pretty close to a six. Like, I think this actually has like a good legacy, even if it didn't work for me. I want to piggyback off of that. I gave it a five because of everything that you said. But the only reason I'm not going to go to a six is because of what I talked about at the beginning of this episode. I think it doesn't age oh, very well. Yeah, like, I think yeah. it, the reason it has such great reviews is because I personally remember how much I adored this movie the first time I saw it. Like, it was especially like the timing of when it came out around other movies. Like it was such a fun action comedy movie and there was nothing like it around that time that came out and it was super entertaining, but I just, it's not, it doesn't, the comedy does not hit well a second time. So I just don't think, I don't know how well it's going to age over time. I don't know how much it's still going to be a part of the conversation over time. I don't, I don't, I can't, I I don't feel like it's, I don't really hear about it from people at this point anymore. (laughs) Um, so I don't, I think it's just, I think it's not aging well. So I gave it a five. Yeah. I, yeah. You convinced me. There's not I'm too many down. people that are like, Yas King, let me watch Zombieland. You know, Yas King. Like, no one, no <laughs> one's into it or queen. Yeah. If you're asking, then I might. <laughs> well, not now. We already rewatched Dave's it for this. Right now. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, it's Exploding. got a nice, it's got a nice, like, 
you know, it's nice that it has great ratings. I, I get like what you were saying, Gabe. It makes sense that it does. Like it, it is fun. I don't think it's aged super well, but it also hasn't aged poorly. It's interesting, but maybe not memorable. Um, you know, it's definitely not like deeply memorable. And like, like you said, Leo, like ingrained in everyone's minds where they've like, they've got to watch Zombieland. Yeah. So, and I think uh, I'm going to go five. Yeah. I think yeah, even, I, I think I'm going to do it same. also like doesn't aid that. I think the more times you see it, the more you notice all of the shitty things about it. Like well, the first time you yeah, watch yeah. it, it's just so fun. So you're like in it and you're enjoying it. And then now every time it's on the TV and I throw it on, I'm just like, I get angrier and angrier every time they go to the fucking playland and turn the lights on. Like, I just, I don't have as much fun watching this movie anymore. I mean, it, it, it does have the sequel, but Zombieland 2, it, it's it, not don't, impress, it don't impress me much. It's, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to kill you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I, I hear it's not very good, so I'm glad I, I haven't seen it. that as well. No, not yet. It won't impress you much. It's just hard, because, <laughs> like, you also... The second one's hard too because you have Abigail Breslin like grown up as a teenager in it, and she's just oh, yeah. she's such a different actress as a teenager than she was as a kid. Mm. She was so I monumentally know, incredible as a kid, and like yeah, Little Miss Sunshine, Oscar nominated, oh, just good. incredible, so like good. such a great child actor. And not to say that she's bad in it, but like hmm. I just don't really buy her anymore. I don't think she's that great. So I think it's hard. It's always hard with sequels and kids growing up. <laughs> then I am going to pass on that. Let's uh, finish <laughs> off with uh, Shaun of the Dead Legacy. Um, Seven. This one's so interesting. For Yeah, I, I think that this movie just gets way better with age. Yeah, like, 100%. I, when I was younger, I used to love this movie when it came out. I didn't understand how like genius level Edgar Wright was at directing until I saw that video that I was mentioning, like, or until my friend Clay started bringing it up and I started like analyzing every single scene. But I think this movie is just like so many scenes are memorable. Like the rec throwing the records into the zombies. Like I'm, Oh, I always remember that. Like them beating the big guy with the pool cues and like a lot of the jokes I remember a lot. Um, you know, that scene you guys are talking about where he wakes up the next morning. Like, I think that's ingrained in everyone's head when yeah, he's hungover walking, doing the same shit. Um, again, this is also like, this movie was made with four, four million pounds. And like, that's not a lot of money for how good it looks and how well crafted it is and how many people are in it. Um, Edgar Wright, of course, like blew up after this. Simon Pegg blew up. Simon Pegg is in a ton. I mean, he's been in Star Trek and... Um, mm-hmm. a ton. Uh, and then he's been in Star like, Nick, Trek. Yeah, and like that's <laughs> and it. That's it. And um, others. And then like him and you know they made the Cornetto trilogy, which became like very very famous and yeah. such cult hits. <clears throat> but even this movie, like it didn't make a lot of money when it first came out. It was well received critically, like uh, all in the nineties. You know, seventy six on Metacritic, so just a little bit better. Um, weirdly, only a seven point nine on IMDb, and this very much feels like a like a strong IMDb type movie. Um, but it's a cult hit. It was like a fucking smash hit. Uh, I don't think anything ages horribly, but there is a moment when Nick Frost gets out of the car and says, sup. And we're, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I had, I, I had like, to pause oh, and I was yikes. like, like I, I literally had to pause in here. Yeah. I was just like, that really just got said. I, I'm, I was shocked because the movie <laughs> itself does not like it's not like an incredibly offensive movie or anything no. like that. So for them to just throw that in, or that Edgar weird. Wright is a particularly offensive director or writer no, or not. anything like that, it's just I so always, weird. I do want to bring up again, like I always bring this up, like you have to look at the intention behind it, and they're not they're not showing this guy as like a good citizen. He's a piece of shit person. He says pretty awful shit about the about the girlfriend earlier and he's like he's an absolute child who just listens to rap music and like doesn't understand the world so like there it that's kind of an explanation but at the same and, and like that's at least they're not showing like a good character saying something bad but like he still is a lovable person in it and it's still weird like it's just it's so weird. unnecessary it is to just throw weird. in they the did movie. they did such a good job of doing it without throwing that in there like they did what such if he a just great got job out of the car and said sup homie or like something like that like 
I mean, anything I, else. I just, like, yeah, literally seriously. anything else. That was the only Almost thing. Almost any other yeah. word. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You could say I, any seven, noun. Though. You can pick a noun, and it would have been better. Uh, I am also going to go seven. Um, yeah. It is, it is like, now, at this point, approached, like, elite, like, classic-level movies because of how unique it is in, in the genre and how it bends the genres. Um and there are like movies that paid direct homage to it. Zombieland doesn't exist without Shaun of the Dead. Um, like it's just inspired so many other, you know, movies and and what you can do with the comedy and and horror genres. It's just like um, a pioneer almost in its in its um, uh, originality. So uh, I'm gonna go seven for Legacy, and we have final scores. Uh, I also want to bring up, this is like such a classic uh, dorm room movie poster type cult movie. Like fight, I would see like Fight Club and like Donnie Darko and then like Shaun of the Dead. Like so many people fucking love that yeah. and like Scott Pilgrim. It's uh, um, the there's a fake movie poster for it in um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's cool. Um, dude, it was going to have a different title. to do with that movie. No, uh, it was going to have, uh, it's because this movie, Shaun of the Dead was going to have a different title. It was going to be, um, oh man, I forgot. Just watch Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. It's an amazing movie and you'll see the fake title that this movie yeah, almost had, movie. but did not have. All right. What are the yeah. final scores, sir? 64 and a half. Out of 105. Yep. It's a 94 and a half for Shaun of the Dead. Look at you, Sean of the Dead. Such a great score. Congrats, Sean of the Dead. Uh, you did a great job. <laughs> did a great today. job, Sean. Uh, do you guys have any like accolades you want to give out? Like any awards? Um, what won these movies? Uh, Six Man is is Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just like with. necessary, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah. Just back has to be. Year, like person who grew over mm, like performance that grew over his, his girlfriend grows on me a lot throughout the yes. movie. Yeah. That's a great definitely. pick. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, uh, MVP won the movie? is uh, man children. Yeah. Man children. No, they lost up. the movie, dude. No, they don't. They man fucking children, survive right? both of these movies. Somehow. Do they? Some way. <laughs> yeah. Well, are Do they, they really surviving? Living? Yeah. Are they, were they ever, <laughs> right? LVP, I would say, is like man children because you're supposed to grow. These movies are telling you to grow the fuck up, dude. True that. Oh, yeah. so men are the winners. <laughs> yeah. Then. Because they no, no longer become men mm-hmm. children, they become men. Oh, so, yes, man. Is I am, that what yeah. you're I, saying? You, ha- you have absolutely lost me. <laughs> Yeah, I've, uh, I'm that's lost too. <laughs> All right, do you guys have any recommendations of other things that people should watch? You know, could be based uh, on the movie Raw, which I recommend every time we have a yeah. movie that involves anybody that eats anything else. Um, <laughs> oh, I just recommend the movie Raw because I yeah. like it. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a it's a. And I need I need you to watch it, Layla, like. so someone else watches it and likes it because uh, okay. Gabe won't watch it. I can I've do that. I've seen it. I don't like it. I've seen. Gabe it. won't like it, is what I meant. And when Gabe doesn't <laughs> like something, I Gabe, I just Gabe he hasn't don't seen it. like it. Okay, um, no but it, like. no, it's a good movie. I I just it didn't work for me. Um, ooh, I got a good one. Tucker and Dale versus Evil yeah. is a really good horror subversion movie. And same with I think we've mentioned this plenty of times, and we just got to do an episode on it. Cabin in the Woods, just oh, like shit. the classic subversion of. Dude. Have you seen that, Layla? Yeah. Duh. Oh, so good. So good. Like, maybe the, like, the one Joss Whedon movie I'll, I'll keep with me close to heart. God, you need to fucking... lay off of Joss. Yeah, he's gone. Um, <laughs> oh, another one, not related to these movies, but because the three of us loved it so much and we think every single person should watch it, Judas and the Black Messiah mm-hmm. on oh, HBO 100%. Max is so incredibly good. Um, it, it's going to get snubbed like crazy. 
Uh, yeah, watch it before it disappears great. from HBO in a month. You only get a month to oh, watch true. those, yeah. guys. Make what sure are you, you waiting that. for? Go, go, go. And also, while you're doing that, you should go on, and I think they're on Peacock or HBO or Amazon Prime or something. Just look it up. Next week, we're going to be doing Breakfast Club versus St. Elmo's Fire. We're Ooh, doing it, guys. So it's like the teen John version, and up. then it's the like early 20s version. Um, two great John Hughes movies. Look them up. Go rewatch them. Go watch them if you haven't seen them. What the fuck's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, seriously. Idiot? I'm Go judging you it. hard. Um, <clears throat> you can also follow us on social media and find out about all of our next episodes uh, and and interact with us. You can look us up on Instagram. Uh, just look up Facing Off Pod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Just look up Facing Off Pod. You can send us emails <laughs> letting us know like how much you love John Hughes movies, uh, facing off podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you know, yeah. so, so it's not just the city of mentor. Yeah. Uh, if you are a city, <laughs> if you're listening yeah. and you are a city or a township, if you're a utility department, uh, in Ohio specifically, please email us because Hit us up. you got some competition already. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a send off? Death is not an energy drink. Oh my god, this fucking clown.